to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. When you hear that record scratch, you know what that means. It's time for just another Friday night. And it is just another Friday night. I am CM Chuck. Alongside me, as always, the unbreakable Adam and Tim Adam. Double hey. A. Hey, Friday Nighters. Good to be back again. Yes, always good to be back here in the podcasting studio, the home away from home, the place where we come <laughs> and make the uh, quote-unquote magic happen. Uh, <laughs> we hope it's turning into magic for you guys. But um, let's get right into it, Double A. Right, cool. uh, Adrenalize me. What has right. happened for us on social media? I love hearing it. Okay, cool. So um, we had uh, Deanna Perrazzo. Uh She's uh, currently in uh, women's wrestler for uh, Impact. But she was with the Women of Honor, with Ring of Honor, and awesome. she was on NXT. I don't know how much you saw of her on NXT, if you saw anything. Yeah. But she is now an Impact Challenging for the title. So that was pretty damn cool. Great. Probably better for her. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul Harding, he's a sculptor. He does a lot of cool sculpture work for DC and Marvel. You probably own maybe some of his busts. Uh, he does everyone, just about every damn character is under the sun. Thank you, Paul. Colleen Doran, she's an illustrator. She's done some stuff for The Walking Dead. She's done stuff for uh, Stan Lee's autobiography. Really oh, cool yeah, stuff. Check excellent. her stuff out. Uh, we got Kelly Ann. She's kind of a new woman for Ring of Honor. Thank you. Okay. Uh, cool. Kevin Nolan, uh, artist for Marvel DC. Mm -hmm. And uh, last but not least, probably one of our, maybe one of our favorites, John McCrea. Yeah. Uh, he's done a lot of stuff with Garth Ennis. He was the primary artist for Hitman. He's done work for Constantine, and he's done work for Preacher, so awesome. uh, and probably Dread too. So Love that was we were super stoked about getting if you've him seen to like Hitman, Tommy Monaghan. Mm -hmm. You're looking at John mm -hmm. McRae art, um, that Batman, awesome. right? Yeah, famous, famous cover with Hitman there. Batman, and Batman yeah. in the he's back. got this really, you know, uh, sharp way of drawing his yeah, edges. He the sure the characters look really gritty. Um, he sure does. But uh, man, cool! Like a lot of uh, writers and artists and wrestlers, yeah. lady yeah. wrestlers this week. Yeah. Very awesome, man! Yeah. I love hearing that stuff. Yeah, that comic book. So that was uh, cool. Yeah, get get pumped for the comic stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, Friday Nighters, Friday Night Faithful, um, today is a very special day. Uh, today is a significant day here in Texas. You've probably been hearing about it in the news. Um, June 19th, Juneteenth. Yeah. Um, a lot of history there. Double um, A, lead us into it. Tell, tell us about Juneteenth here. Okay, so the Emancipation Proclamation happened in 1863. Texas did not, quote-unquote, hear about this freedom uh, that was given to the African-Americans. Yeah. Um, they had to send Union soldiers to Galveston, Texas to say, hey, um, these people are free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's it was two years uh, too late, yeah. way too late. Yeah, right. Um, right. It wasn't until December um, that it was finally, slavery was finally abolished, yeah. finally. But June 19th is when finally... Texas was the last state to recognize the freedom of African-Americans. Yeah. So it's yeah. a big day for uh, a really dark history in America's history. So, but it, you know, it's a celebration. Everyone's turned it kind of more into a celebration now, um, breaking the chains, you know, shit like that. So, awesome. Man. Yeah. So it's a, we, and um, so we're kind of really excited about this. We want to get into 
you know, how we feel about uh, the black community, black uh, influence on just about everything, right? Tia? Yeah, I mean, here at the Friday, uh, you know, just another Friday night podcast, you know, we don't like to get too heavy. We no. like to our podcast to be an escape for yeah. you guys. Get yeah. away from the the damn coronavirus, which yeah. is just, you know, exploding so horrible, again. exploding again, mm-hmm. especially here in Texas. You know, again, late, late to the dance, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we love our, our fellow Texans and everything like that. But, you know, sometimes it's like everything's bigger here. We don't want something to be bigger like the coronavirus yeah. numbers. Yeah. But, uh, you know, also, too, uh, you know, take time to recognize you know all kinds of cultures yeah. or whatever and yeah. you know we we are we are hispanic uh yes. latino whatever you want yes, to call it are. so yes. you know uh we tend to you know talk about things like that you know what i mean and uh our culture you know what i mean how it influences things sometimes but we also want to talk about how you know every possible culture influences so many things and in the world of pop culture especially we hear oh, we talk about yeah. music we talk about movies yeah. we talk about books comic books yes. you know what i mean and um you know, African Americans and the Black community have had an amazingly a huge part, rich and kick-ass yeah. impact on it. Yes. Uh, I mean, Adam, where do you, where do you start, man? I mean, just to get into it. Okay, so how about we just start off with music? Uh, we're just about everything. So you know, CM, how we love Elvis. We're big fans of Elvis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Known as the King of Rock and Roll. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the two guys that I always think of that actually started rock and roll was Chuck Berry and Little Richard. Yeah. And get this, yeah. uh, CM, Chuck Berry, his nickname is the father of rock and roll. Nice. Little Richard is known as the architect of rock and roll. <laughs> you don't get those two names for nothing. When you yeah. hear Chuck Berry, you you got Maybelline, you never can tell. Uh, run Rudolph Run, mm-hmm. rock and roll music, Johnny Be Good, no particular place to go. You got Little Richard, who does Tutti Frutti, Long Tall Sally, Sleeping and Sliding. Lucille, keep on knocking. Uh, good golly, Miss Molly. Folks, Chuck Berry, go back and listen to his albums. His guitar playing is amazing. Yeah. It blows everyone else's away in that era. Um, <laughs> his solos are great. The way he was on the stage, his duck walk. I mean, oh, it man. influenced yeah. uh, Angus Young from ACDC. Obviously, um, the huge part in Back to the Future. Yes. Right? <laughs> um, Judas Priest in 1989 covered one of his songs. You know, so it's Johnny Be Good. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got so much influence. Little Richard, golly, if you go back and listen to his 50s records, the man sounds like he's trying to rip his vocal cords. Mm-hmm. If you hear, if you ever seen that part in Predator when they're in the helicopter and you're listening to Long yeah. Tall Sally, uh-huh. you're like, golly, he's just like <laughs> that rough voice of his, you know, it's just like, golly. That opening scene of Predator isn't that scene without that song yeah. playing, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, oh, shit. So you got I, these, you know? yeah, yeah, again, CM, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's amazing. Uh, So you got these two guys that really set the stage. I mean, you got Chuck Berry that, too, was also a writer. He wrote his own songs when this was in a time when you really didn't write songs. Right. Right. So he's writing all these hits and playing guitar like no one's business. And, you know, then obviously you get, you know, you start having your next wave. You, you get Elvis, you get, um, you know, uh, Carl Perkins. They're all doing his songs. Elvis covers their songs. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, golly. Uh, you flash forward into like the 60s. You get Motown. You get the oh, Temptations. Man. Exactly. You yeah. get Great the Supremes. Out of that you get the Prince of Motown, Marvin Gaye, who mm-hmm. has, you know, what's going on. What's going on, man. Guys, listen to that album. It's so Sexual powerful. Sexual healing. Yeah, it's let's just, get it on. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, but what's going on, I mean, that's just a, it's a great album. It's a very powerful album. Uh, Relevant. 
very relevant. relevant. Unfortunately, I mean, very yeah, relevant. Fortunately and unfortunately, but no, yeah, man, that that's all excellent music, man. My yeah. mom is a huge Motown fan. I mean, plays those records. Yeah, you, you hear know? you hear their songs in the eighties, like especially the war movies, mm -hmm. uh, Platoon, the big yeah. scene where they're getting high. They're listening <laughs> to Smokey Robinson, mm -hmm. Full Metal Jacket when they're talking shit to each other. They're playing the Supremes <laughs> in the background. Right. Yeah. You know? So I mean, it's there. It's there in the music. It's there in the movies. Totally, man. I mean, uh, like I said, my mom loves. Uh, you know, she's a huge fan of Motown music, so she's always yeah. listening to Marvin oh, Gaye. Yeah. Always listening to uh, Smokey Robinson. Mm -hmm. She loves that stuff. So mm -hmm. it's just. I feel like hearing it is like hearing kind of my childhood. Yeah, in a way. I think Tears of the Clown is what they play in Platoon. Okay. From Smokey Robinson. Okay. You know, awesome. The bass lines that, you know, are there like in My Girl. If you listen to Temptations oh, man, and you hear that bass line it's just from. so yeah, iconic. It, it is. I mean, it really know, is. Can, you know, My Girl, it's just, uh, you just hear it in your mm -hmm. head. You know what I mean? I won't mm -hmm. sing for y'all like I did last time. <laughs> But uh, okay, so what comes up next? I mean, okay, you know, so are then we, are we getting into Hendrix? Yeah, yes, we're getting yes. right there, man. So this guy is considered still by most the essential, the number one guitar god ever. What if you listen to that time period? Think about it. This people in the sixties, you had Beatles, you had Rolling Stones, you had Cream, you had the Doors. Mm -hmm. You know, great, I love the Doors. Yeah. Uh, no one was playing guitar like Jimmy did. He was. Bending no the fuck out of those notes. Yeah. Stretching those notes. Uh, man, he would take a cover song and make it his own. All Along the Watchtower is a Bob Dylan song. If you hear Bob Dylan's version, it's good. But <laughs> it's not what Jimi Hendrix took no, it. He man. took it to a whole new level. That version oh is my just goodness. Uh, from, you know, you hear it in Watchmen. Yeah. And it matches up perfect with that scene of yeah. Rorschach. And, uh, yeah, it does. And, and it's even in the book, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They got yes. it. Uh, but man, it just, uh, it's just, uh, I mean, when you see him play, when you see him play at Woodstock, man, yes. you're like, holy shit. You know, now we know, you know, Jimmy was on some shit or whatever, but no, it didn't take uh, away. From it didn't take away. That, that guy, or if anything, it made him maybe better elevated him because yeah. he looks like he's pouring every ounce of yeah. his soul in that damn guitar. And you hear it, dude, hearing him play the national anthem mm -hmm. for me, I mean, it's like it. I mean, hearing the national anthem normally brings a tear to your eye, baby. Shit, when that guy's playing it on the guitar, mm -hmm. I mean, it's like holy shit. You know what I mean? If you're a wrestling fan in the late '90s, <laughs> Hollywood Hulk Hogan would come out to Voodoo Child. Oh, man. man, how great was that CM when Hogan would? You know, yeah, you would hear that that line, and then you see Hollywood come out playing on his bell. <laughs> but you know, you're just hearing Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. That's probably one of the best entrance songs ever for just a great song absolutely again absolutely. people you weren't hearing people play that guitar if six was nine mm -hmm. purple haze mm -hmm. hey joe uh little wing um you know and he's singing too yeah you know um he's such an important influence on heavy metal uh he you can say he's really the start of all of it he's yeah. he predates led zeppelin he predates Black Sabbath. He predates Deep Purple. This guy, from almost until the 90s, people were still saying that Jimi Hendrix was an influence. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy how much he changed the guitar. There's not a guitar conversation that happens you without don't. the mention of him. And if you are having one without him, you're wrong. Start over. Because yeah. that guy, I mean... I just he's got to be in the top three or it top is. two even. Yeah, you know what I mean, I mean it's there's just no incredible. doubt he's just number one. He just he's the one that termed the coin guitar god when yeah. he thought guitar god. It was Jimi Hendrix. Guys like Slash, uh, yes. Van Halen, they want to play like yeah, Jimmy. Yes. You know what I mean, yeah, and, you know he kicks ass. Yeah, because right? like you said, 
again, you hear Rolling Stones, Beatles. We love those bands, but the guitar playing was wasn't there. Right. It was yeah. it, they sounded sixties. You know, exactly. they sounded like that time period, right. and Jimi Hendrix doesn't. Way ahead of his time. He doesn't Way sound like ahead that. Of his time. I mean, that shit holds up today. It know? really does, yeah. So uh, after that, double A, after the 60s, and we go into. Okay, we start kind of expanding more. You start going into the reggae side. You get mm. Bob Marley and Peter Tosh. Yeah, Bob um, Marley. Godly, yeah. Great sub. They bring in reggae. They bring in ska, which is another. It kind of was a big influence during the nineties for like bands like Sublime, no mm-hmm. doubt. A lot of horns. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guys, um, if you think Bob Marley and Weed, you, you're really mistaken. Sure, <laughs> he did enjoy Weed, but listen to Get Up, Stand Up. Listen to Buffalo Soldier. Yeah. Listen to Redemption Song, very especially yeah, political, very, very powerful lyrics, man. And you know, a lot of times he's just really talking about everyone just coming together. He's not, it's not about this. It's not about this, this. It's about everyone just coming together, you know, and being at peace, man. I tell you, man, when I, when I get down sometimes and I'll, I'll listen to some Marley stuff and it just makes me feel, you know, like really better, man, because he just, you know, was saying like, you know, Hey, everything is going to be all right. And it really, really, you know, you feel like the guy's really saying it from his heart, from his Mm -hmm. soul, man. And that, that's what's and, awesome about yeah, it. Yeah, and he's another guy, too, that if you look at the music videos, if you look at his live footage, he believes in what he's saying and the way he moves. You can feel he's feeling it. He's really believing in his own words. When most people write, sure, they sing it. Sure, oh, you know, that was pretty good. That was pretty, uh, you know, quick. You know, that was good. That was yeah. a good, you know, <laughs> rhyming, you know. But he believed in what he was saying, and he's very passionate. Yeah. Sometimes I wish that whole image of him and we would kind of go away so they can see what just a giant he was, yeah. what a lyricist he was. Could you be loved? Um, oh, man. Jamming. What a great song. You know, oh, I love Janet, too. Yeah, Gosh, No yeah. Woman, No Cry. When you, you picked know? me up last week, we were going to do our show before last week. You picked me up, and that's what you were playing. Your yeah. Car. You had Bob Marley. Yeah. I started looking at this, the back of the CD again, so, uh, you know, remembering all those great tunes. Yeah. And I actually love his uh, son has an album, too. I can't think of the album title right now, but it's oh, Damien. Ziggy or Damien? Damien. Okay. Yeah, okay. and it is I mean, almost like mm-hmm. a whole damn song. A whole mm-hmm. damn album is pretty damn good. I mean, you yeah. know, uh, it doesn't sound like his dad, and it sounds his mm-hmm. own sound, but mm-hmm. very good. A lot of modern uh, stuff too, but just beautiful songs, lyrics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, great stuff. Man. Yeah, great stuff. Big influence. So okay, so now we're getting to the eighties. We start getting maybe two big giants here: uh, Michael Jackson and Prince. You got Thriller. You got Purple Rain. I tell people this. This is what I say, Kevin. When it comes to okay. music, and it comes to the eighties, anyway, maybe. Um, there's a holy trinity in the 80s, and it's Madonna, Michael Jackson, and Prince. Nice. And I like if you don't have nice. 80s music and you're not having an 80s night or an 80s party without, without those, those three, yeah. you're you're not doing it right. But uh, man, uh, I love Michael Jackson since I was a little boy. Okay. Um, your older brothers sometimes give me shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, because he kind of you know he he and you know had the yeah. little, a little bit yeah. of a, maybe an effeminate kind of vibe to him. But mm-hmm. all I ever saw was him was was hot chicks. You know what I mean? And I just thought he was a, a hellacious entertainer, man. I mean, he just, uh, the way he moved, the way he danced, obviously the one glove, the the image. To this day, man, I think that the thriller werewolf he becomes is the best fucking looking <laughs> werewolf I've ever seen, man. And it's like, I'm like, man, that werewolf looks fucking scary. And he even, I, I think it's him in the makeup. So he moves, it's the way he moves the body. It looks badass. It's like, I could have watched a whole thriller <laughs> movie of just about him being the damn werewolf. Um, but, I mean, yeah, well, the songs. Yeah, man. and um, what I love about his 80s stuff is obviously Quincy Jones, mm-hmm. legendary producer. Yep. 
very legendary. But he puts a great band around Michael Jackson. You hear a song like Thriller, and man, that bass line is just everywhere, mm-hmm. you know? Boom, uh, yeah. Boom, yep, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you hear some of the other songs, some of the other hits he has in the 80s, and it's, it it's amazing. Jean, the mean, music just... is so great behind that voice. Yeah. It's so great. Quincy Jones took really great care of Michael Jackson, make sure he had the best musicians around mm-hmm. him. And man, it's like you said, uh, CM, he's probably, he's got to be top five, maybe stage performers of all time. Yeah. I mean, those two were uh, definitely a winning combo. Those albums yeah. sold a uh, shit ton. And I think to yes. this day, it's still the best selling album of all time. It's number two now. It's number, number two. two. Yeah. Um, but for one period, it, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, I love Thriller. Um, you know, uh, I love Off the Wall. Mm-hmm. Uh so I love bad. Yeah, I mean, I was just yeah. talking to my sister about uh, Moonwalker. She'd never seen the movie. And I said, gosh, you know, it made me go look it up on Amazon because I was like, wow, I really want to see that again. I just love that Joe Pesci is the villain and, you know, Michael Jackson's there and the, you know, the smooth criminal song, uh-huh. the Annie uh-huh. Arioke all comes out of that. And just, he looks so fucking cool, man. Like the white suit, the tilt move <laughs> that they're doing. Um, you know, off of that album, Leave Me Alone. It's so funny. The songs that I loved as a little boy were probably the ones I saw on MTV a lot. Uh, but as I got older, I grew to appreciate more like Dirty Diana, mm-hmm. Liberian Girl, my all-time favorite song. Again, um, you know, also still relevant uh, for Michael Jackson, uh, Human Nature, uh, off the Thriller album. Uh, just a beautiful, beautiful song. Nice. My favorite all-time Michael Jackson song. Love Michael Jackson so much. Um, Prince, get into where? Yeah, I mean, we so like we could do a whole episode. So <laughs> like, uh, I fell in love with Prince like when I met my wife. She was a huge Prince fan. She got to see Prince last time he was here in San Antonio. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes, and she says she still says that's the best concert she's ever been to. I have no doubt. <laughs> uh, his Super Bowl performance, one of the best ever. Easily, everyone yeah. agrees. Yeah, universally agreed upon. I mean, his songs. Purple Rain became one of my all-time favorite songs. I love how it's slow, almost gospel-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, the guy can sing. He can perform. He can play guitar. He can play synthesizer. I don't know if you know this, uh, CM. I didn't know this until after he passed away. I'm a big Stevie Nicks fan, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said that song, Stand Back. You know how it has a yeah. synth. She wanted something like Little Red Corvette. Ah. So she said, like, she called her and said, you know, hey, man, uh, I, I really like what you did with Little Red Corvette. Can I kind of rip it off a little bit? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, no, I'll just come to the studio and play you it. So when you're hearing Stand Back, Holy people, if, if you go, yeah, listen to Stevie Nicks Stand Back, you're hearing a synthesizer. That's Prince playing. Wow. Uncredited. He just came to the studio, played it for her, and then left. Yeah. And so that's him playing. If you that hear a Stevie Nicks Stand Back, that's Prince playing synthesizer <laughs> with Stevie Nicks. How awesome is that? Yeah. I mean, what, a, what a testament to his character, too, right? Right. The guy just loves music incredibly talented yeah. and he um, wrote a whole bunch of hits uh they just released his family released like an album of like hits that he wrote for like the bangos wow. for other musicians that oh, went shit. that became hits for them yeah uh, man. so man the man was super talented i mean get up uh when doves cry uh purple rain little red corvette I mean, uh, the Raspberry Beret, Raspberry uh, Beret, 1999. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, mean God, I love the one so much. The name has escaped me from uh, the Batman. Uh, oh, yeah. Soundtrack. The Batman soundtrack. Uh, oh, I mean, right there Batman it is. Soundtrack. It's all, yeah, it's all over that. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's that Joker part, part when he goes into a museum. I used to dance to that fucking <laughs> part, you know, 
because I love the way Jack Nicholson would move. Oh yeah, to that yeah. music. But you gotta you know? have that Prince music to do. Yeah, it, it's like you said. It's almost like if you're gonna have an '80s theme, you gotta have Prince in there. You gotta have Michael Jackson, the icon man. Before he was a symbol, and even when he was a symbol, he yeah. still was the shit man. Always the hot ladies too. Yeah, I'm like the hottest women. I was like, Jesus. And, and you know, you, you, yeah, you talk about his character. You know, like even when Chappelle was doing that, like he oh, loved oh, Chappelle, yeah. and he yeah. even has Chappelle on like one of his cover albums for a single, <laughs> the pancake yeah. one or whatever that. Uh, you know, like who is it? Charlie Murphy said that he was actually like a fucking baller, uh-huh. and yeah, then he exactly. took him out and. Dude, I mean, yeah, I love those uh, those stories from Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. I mean, you know that at the time. Yeah. Here, here you've got you know an icon of music in the eighties, Prince, but hanging out with his brother, Eddie an Murphy. icon yeah. of TV, movies, comedy, um, Eddie Murphy, exactly. And yeah. So when you see Charlie telling those stories in the background, I think yeah. you can watch it on the deleted scenes. Such a great storyteller yeah. too, Charlie Murphy. Oh yeah, man, so the, absolutely. You can almost see it, you know. <laughs> I, I think you can watch it on the uh, not deleted scenes, but the extras on the yeah. Chappelle uh, yes. show. Yes, he can. Uh, with, with just him yes. just standing mm-hmm. there telling it, and you're still like. It's easily just as captivating without the <laughs> antics of Chappelle. But you're just like, damn, man, like you 100% believe it. Like, it's like, because you can only tell a story like that if you were there, yeah. right? Like, oh, shit, yeah. I saw this shit in the 80s when my brother was the biggest yeah. thing ever. And here you are with the other biggest thing yeah. ever, Prince. You know what I mean? But what an amazing, amazing uh, musician, obviously talented and, and beloved by yeah. all. A so, true loss. big Prince fan. Um, and one more uh, band I, w- I want to get into mm-hmm. uh, for myself is sure. um, NWA. Oh, yeah. Uh, CM, when I first uh, heard Straight Out of Compton, I was blown away. Yeah. Um, for about a good two, three weeks, I was listening to that album front and back mm-hmm. in my car, front and back, front and back. I never changed it to a radio. I never changed <laughs> CDs. Um, golly, it, it's such a powerful album. I love the song Straight Out of Compton. Yeah. Um, man, the the voices too. Uh, it's like golly, you got Ice Cube. Who just comes off sounding really pissed off. Mm-hmm. He got, you know, easy coming off kind of sarcastic, kind yeah. of funny. You know, Dre does his rapping. The one that really got me was Rand. Uh-huh. Uh, I ended up becoming a big fan of MC Rand. Awesome. He just sounds really angry. Uh, like he's actually lived oh, yeah. everything that, you know, because I found out he's kind of like him and uh, I forgot who the other one was that I think him and Ice Cube were the primary writers uh, for the Ice album did, uh, and the also man. for like Easy E stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they they were pretty much the writers yeah. of those albums, but golly, uh, MC Rain, I I loved his rapping, I love the NWA. That album was super great. It really does deserve all the accolades that it gets. Yeah, and obviously they all went up to be bigger stars and continue to grow their yeah. their fame, their wealth, and just their, and what an influence everything. that you know straight out Compton had, huh? On yeah. the whole music scene oh, afterwards man. that exactly. came out, you can you know? reach, again. We could do a whole episode yeah. just on music. Yeah. I mean, because right, and then you get into the into the rap age, and I probably didn't get into them uh, until later on. Uh, obviously, a huge fan of the movie, mm-hmm. um, but you know what came right out of the that album probably is you get a lot of the Dr. Dre stuff, the Snoop yeah. Dogg mm-hmm. stuff, the Tupac Definitely. stuff. And once yeah. that all is coming out, it's like I mean that's what I'm really getting like holy shit, this stuff is like stuff I never heard before. And obviously, Dre perfects his stuff so much that when he he becomes was kind of produced for Eminem. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's kind of like that was a new team, yeah, you know, right there. Super Dr. Dre team. and Eminem, mm-hmm. right there. So the producing, I mean, of Dre is uh, super clean, it, right? Very, very yeah, clean. I mean, those great. beats, everything that yeah. comes out of that yeah. is just. I mean, uh, it transcends. Mm-hmm. It just, it's not just it a sure cultural does. thing. It's yeah. like everyone knows those songs. Those songs yeah. are in in everything now, and if you hear it, you know it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, um, but um, 
Man, like I said, we could spend a whole episode yeah. on music. Love that stuff. I love. But it's I love, just to show yeah. the influence, Sam, of how far these guys took rock music, reggae music, mm -hmm. ska music, pop music, you know, rap. Absolutely. It's, the influence is just there. You can't deny yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, guys I love like Jay-Z, Nas, Ludacris. I mean, you know, um, Outkast. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, the Ghetto Boys mm -hmm. from Ghetto Houston. Boys, you know yeah. what I mean? Love the Ghetto yeah. Boys, man. Yeah. Uh, that album. I, I played their album. Mm -hmm. Uh, the same way that you played, uh, you know, the end of the I was listening to the tape. On, I, have, I still own the cassette tape. <laughs> I'd flip it back and forth, listening to uh, Willie D, yeah. you know what I mean? Talk about I'm not a gentleman. It's just like, <laughs> oh, shit. Man, this shit is like crazy ass shit he's saying, you know what I mean? But um, again, so let's move on a little bit, yeah. only because, again, we could spend a whole hour yeah. on, on music alone. But we let's, we talked a little bit about Eddie Murphy. We talked about comedy. So yes. let's talk about... Let's talk about you know actors. Yeah, you know, who who there does it for you? Uh, not specifically comedy, but just overall. You know what I mean? Okay, so like Eddie Murphy does. Uh, man, I love his comedy. Mm -hmm. That dude, his movies have me laughing from uh, Beverly Hills Cop trilogy to the Forty Eight Hours Two yeah. Part uh, to Golden Child to uh, Boomerang to Vampire in Brooklyn to Trading Places. That's probably my favorite comedy. Love Trading, Trading Places. places man. Coming to America. Yeah. Golly, Coming what a fucking great movie that is. You know, uh, him and Arsenio Hall, great team. Probably on a, a lot of people's <laughs> favorites list, you know what I mean, yeah. of comedies, you know? Yeah, you know. Uh, Eddie is uh, an, an incredible And then uh, even later on with uh, I, the Doolittle movies. the Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor, yeah. uh, the Shrek movies, mm -hmm. Shrek, uh, Mulan, Shrek, yeah. you know, that I saw with my daughter. You know, <laughs> I, I found out he does Mulan too, so yeah. I was like, holy shit. You know, then you got almost uh, the king of the summer blockbuster for a while. You got Will Smith, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, he had him pumping out movies. Like, it was always you're waiting to see what Will Smith movie was going to come in the summer. It was Men in Black 1 and 2. Uh, it was Independence, Independence Day. Day it was Wild Wild West. It wasn't a big hit, but people were really like, it's Will Smith in the summer. Yeah. And then you had like Bad mm -hmm. Boys Part 2 uh, reteaming with Martin Lawrence. Yep. I mean, Gotta leave for a while. This guy was like the king of the summer. Absolutely. You can always depend on a movie coming out from Will Smith at that time. You know, I put Will Smith almost in that very special category of like, does he have? I mean, of course, we will say Wild Wild West, and we could probably say the After Earth one or whatever. Mm -hmm. But but for the long time there, I felt like, does he have a bad movie? Yeah. You know I mean? And even yeah. if he does, it's like, how many more good movies are there? Because like, mm -hmm. Enemy of the State yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, that was another um, good one. Seven Pounds Seven is fantastic. Pounds. I man. Robot. I, mean, I, I, I am love legend. I Robot. I love I Am Legend. Yeah, man. that's what I mean. I mean. It was just like it was movie after movie after movie. Mm -hmm. I can remember seeing you know that episode, the famous scene him and Uncle Phil in the Fresh Prince. <laughs> you know that, and when I yeah. saw that scene i knew right then and i probably saw it live i said this guy is going to be a, a much bigger star ah, than okay, this okay. i felt like i knew it even as a younger guy then i just okay. because like, i was moved so much by that scene that i knew that he was going to just do so much more and and you know i'm going to pat myself on the back but i was, <laughs> I was right because i was just like shit i'm glad that it happened because i got to enjoy so many of those mm -hmm. you know i love the bad boys uh, series yeah. i haven't seen the new one yet i um, have it's great action okay play. check it out it's yeah. a really good action flick I love even after all two. these years yeah. yeah i love one and two me and my sister were huge fans of that we wanted to see it it's kind of around the time all this mm -hmm. stuff started we didn't get to, yes, get out to the yeah. theater to yeah. see it but uh we definitely would have we just haven't had a chance to buy it yet on demand but um yeah love him um let me go back real quick, only because we were talking about funny movies and the Eddie Murphy stuff. Uh, I wrote this down in my notes when I was taking my doing my notes uh, earlier. Uh, the Wayne's family, man, oh. Keenan Ivory Wayne's, Sean Wayne's, Marlon Wayne's, Damon Wayne's. <laughs> Dude, I loved *In Living Color* in living as a color. kid. 
I love I'm gonna get you sucker. I love um don't be a menace to South oh Central while drinking a juice yeah. in the hood. I mean, I feel like those you can just watch them over and yeah. over and laugh equally. I just saw I'm gonna get you sucker the other day, and I just was just dying at the part when he's playing such a good dork. Yeah. You know what I mean? There in the uh, in the bar, uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne's, and you know he gave us all those great comedies. Yeah. Uh, of course, in Living Color, gave us Jim Carrey yeah. out of that, and sure it's, it's just like. Dude, I think that uh, family's influence kind of maybe sometimes oh, gets a little bit overshadowed. Uh, the the spoof movies they brought those back with scary mm. movies. Big, I a mean, big time. Yes, How movie. about all the movies that came after those? Dude, Not another T movie. Those, yeah. The the three hundred movie that mm. you know that spoof one. <laughs> all the bad spoof movies. Yeah, yeah, but still, you know, they came out and spoofed, and then everyone started coming out with all these spoof movies. Yeah, right? man. I mean, they really invented. They did so much. I think for uh, comedy or whatever, probably especially in living color. Time. I would say more, maybe more so than magic tv yeah that was you know the the two shows i can remember mad tv and I mean, living color you know let's be honest i mean i'd say that it was right there head to head with uh snl at the time when you yeah, could say it was yeah. like that that gold they're kind golden of second, age, golden, second age, golden age that saturday night live yeah. had yeah and at that time you have arsenio you know on yeah. or with his own late night show yes too, he did you know? which was big yeah which was, was keeping up with leno yeah. and letterman easily mm -hmm. so we loved we loved that stuff too i saw you know Clinton play sax and all that good stuff happened on our studio. Yeah, yeah. But um, okay, who else we got? We, we talked to Will Smith. We talked a little Eddie Murphy. I love both those guys. Love a lot of their stuff. So about almost everything. Yeah. So like, if I want to like dramatic dudes, I usually you, you know Danny Glover and Denzel are two of my guys. Okay. Uh, you know, from Danny Glover, he he's uh in Witness uh plays the you know the bad cop. Okay. Uh, so that was kind of weird. I haven't seen going that against one. Harrison Ford. Oh, interesting. Uh, that yeah. sounds good yes. already. <laughs> yeah, uh, you got the, obviously the lethal weapon. You got color yeah, purple. You it. got Predator Part Two. Mm -hmm. uh, you he even comes out on Salt, the first Saw movie. That's right. That's yeah, right. he's one of yeah. the cops. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. and then uh, you know obviously the career of Denzel speaks for itself. I mean, yeah, you, we're not going to have this conversation without talking about Denzel. Um, you know what? Color doesn't matter. It doesn't. That guy is in my dude. top ten. Favorite Whenever he actors. comes out with the movie, I'm yeah. usually there to see it. Yeah, exactly. And I again, this guy is also a very special category of is there a bad Denzel movie? Mm -hmm. I don't really think there is. And if not, he's going to be really good in it. Um, we're going to get right back into talking about uh, everything uh, Hollywood guys, actors. Uh, we got a lot more here to cover, yeah. so we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Thanks for hanging out, guys. And we're right in the midst of talking about um, our celebration of black excellence. Yes. And we were just talking to some of our actors, just getting into kind of the mm -hmm. tip of our iceberg or whatever. But obviously, we kind of hit the bigs. Uh, Denzel. Um, who else you got? Who else you got for me, Adam? Okay. So, I mean, our guy Samuel. Samuel oh, Jackson. Gosh. Where I do mean, we start? <laughs> God, Lee, so, you have, you know, the Tarantino movies, the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. uh you he know, is Nick Fury, Julius yeah. Winfield. Yeah, I mean, he's just in so much stuff. Just, he's in stuff that you, you know, for a little bit. You know, he's in Jurassic <laughs> Park, you know, where yeah. he dies. You know, mm -hmm. and 
Oh, true romance. True romance. Like he was a, a Tarantino guy before he was a Tarantino guy. He even uh, <laughs> had that small appearance in Coming to America. Remember? Yep. Yeah. yeah. He robs. He robs the, yeah, the, uh, the, the McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But always, always brings it. Always excellent. Again, like I said, I mean, you know, uh, obviously, True Romance is written by Tarantino, but yeah. you know, directed by uh, Tony Scott. But you know, there he is. You know, Samuel is, uh, yeah. is there. The, in yeah. the, uh, Goodfellas. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, stacks. Uh, stacks. Yeah. You know what I mean, Samuel is just uh, fantastic. When you, when you give him a bit part or you give him a huge part, he, he takes does, advantage. Yeah, he takes full advantage, man. Um, and, and he makes it his own. Um, so I love Samuel L. Jackson. Um, so many great movies wouldn't be great without him. Uh, he kills it in the Avengers. He kills it as Nick Fury. Um, that Nick Fury, uh, I think they uh, said that the way that he's drawn in the Ultimates comics is based on Samuel L. Jackson. So they, I think, wanted that, and they got that, and then there you go. Um, uh, another good one, uh, Sam, that I would recommend from Samuel, and he's kind of like a main star in this like really starry movie. It's uh, Time to Kill. Mm-hmm. It's a really good crime drama. Right. Um, Courtroom kind of drama. Too, yes, it yeah. is. With Matthew McConaughey, Sandra Bullock, Kevin Spacey, Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, he has that famous line that he says in the movie, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want them to die. I hope, I hope they, they burn, burn it in hell. <laughs> you know, so I mean, but that is a great movie. I saw that movie about two years ago and it was blown away. Uh, that is just a great performance by Samuel. He he's yeah. so much different than a lot of the. That's kind of like one of his few, very few dramatic movies, mm-hmm. and he plays great. Just Have you seen him in uh, Rules of Engagement? Yes, with uh, Rules of Engagement. Tommy Lee, right? Uh, yes, Tommy yes, Lee right. Jones plays his, his yeah. attorney. He plays a Marine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, combat. Uh, yeah. uh, Colonel, something like that. Yeah, he's, he's whatever his rank was. Yeah. But yeah, he's leading guys in the battle. Yes. And he, you know, he gets uh, gets in trouble or whatever. Mm-hmm. Again, very similar to a movie we both love, thanks to Gardenis and Preacher, Breaker Morant. Oh, if you if you yeah. like, if you think you might want to see Breaker Morant, see Rules of Engagement because mm-hmm. it's pretty much like an almost an American version of that story. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Samuel L. Jackson is absolutely fantastic as like pretty much this just a guy that just lives for the united states lives for being a soldier lives yes, for being a marine he lives on the barracks mm-hmm. has no family he pretty much is just a career marine and he's fucking awesome in it man it's uh, really great um <clears throat> morgan freeman morgan freeman where do we start he's I mean, god <laughs> yeah i mean so uh, uh another movie i want to recommend to you and our our listeners is uh street smart okay um he plays a pimp in this movie, and mm. it's it's starring Christopher Reeve. Uh, okay, this was like Superman. He did Christopher Reeve did Superman four, so he can have the money to do this movie. And Morgan Freeman always credits this movie as being the one that really broke him in Hollywood. It's a really good movie. Before, he, he, um... yes, this is from uh, nineteen eighty seven. Ah, okay. So this is a movie that he always credits, saying that this is what broke him in Hollywood. Uh, again, he plays a, a character that you just, it's really against what we see Morgan Freeman now. Um, great movie with Christopher Reeve, like I said. Um, I need to see that one. I have not, yeah. I have not seen that one. Yeah. Uh, I always think of him from the, uh, what's the, uh, he plays the principal, the very famous. Oh, um, Lean uh, on Lean me. on me. Yeah. That's, yes. uh, this must've been yes. uh, maybe prior to that. Um, yeah. I mean, BCM, he looks super young. Okay. Yeah. And okay. he's just like, he's a mean motherfucker in this movie. Yeah. I mean, my list for him can go on and yeah. on. Like I said, God and Bruce Almighty, even though that's kind of a smaller yeah. part, but uh, Glory, 
Glory. Uh, just the story itself that is outstanding. And he's great in that movie. Oh, I man. love his character. Love in that him movie. as like the the kind of the leader, the yes. first guy they the give voice right to. of reason. Yeah, yes. the voice of reason. The guy. I mean, I just watched that fairly recently, Double uh, A, and I was like, I mean, I was just really practically crying like a bitch yeah, the whole movie because yeah. I was like, wow, this yeah. movie is just like you crying one scene yeah. after another. Mm-hmm. I mean, a grown ass man, but it's, it's such a powerful, powerful movie. movie man. Yeah, if you've not seen Glory. You have to watch Glory. It's, it's based on real great. events from Colonel Robert Shaw. It's his letters that they based the movie on. And it's a great movie with Morgan Freeman, with Denzel Washington, uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. So check that one out. Carrie Ewells. Carrie Ewells. But uh, also. Uh, you got Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Yes. Yeah. The great partner and friend. I mean, uh, what a movie that is too, right? Clint Eastwood. Gene Hackman, Morgan Freeman, you're like, wow, son of a bitch. Well, we know that Clint and Morgan Freeman are like real life yeah, buddies. Yeah. And they, like, Which he won the Oscar for Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. He's so, great, fantastic in that. Fantastic. Uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Of course. Red. Man. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much the start of his narration, right? His soothing voice. That's yeah. where you really start hearing Morgan Freeman. I cannot watch Penguin's March to this day without thinking <laughs> yeah. about Morgan Freeman. That movie is good because of Morgan Freeman. It's just his damn voice. But, uh, man, I love him as Red. I remember having a uh, one of my – I was in high school. We, we, they made us read the book one. And, of course, in the book, the, the novella – uh, it's a short book by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red is a white guy. He's yes, an Irishman. He's an Irish, I, and they throw that joke in. Yeah. That, why did they call you Red? And he's like, maybe it's because I'm Irish. Irish. Yeah. So that's the little throwing to the, the book. But no one else can do that role. And, and I think no. The Shawshank Redemption is a, is a rare case where the movie is better than the book. It, it is. It's and, a lot better. The book is good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But that All respect to Stephen King. Yeah, but, that one blew the book away yeah, by dude, leaps and bounds. Yeah, and Morgan Freeman is outstanding. And he's a big part of that why big, that's well they say it's actually a red story it's really red it, story, it's seen through not, his eyes yeah not yes. andy's yes. story you think it's mm-hmm. andy's story but it's more like about andy but it's really a it's red story yeah so uh yeah excellent excellent love morgan for uh see so prince of thieves outbreak uh, yeah seven mm-hmm. amistad love seven the love kiss of girls along came a spider mm-hmm. Those his alex cross movies yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man. the Batman movies, wow. the Christopher Nolan oh, movies. Man, Lucius. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna get into some characters in in a minute here. Uh, and just characters in in the realm that we love of comic books. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, so uh, yeah. I mean, golly, the the man just has a great body. Who, of who's work. next for you? Who's next on, on your list? And we're not doing like a top five here. No, 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 no. Guys, this we is just love all around. Yeah. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Loved okay. Michael Clark Duncan. Sadly, he's too. passed away. I know. I know. The Green Mile, such a great movie. Outstanding. In the uh, Green Mile. When he was announced as Kingpin and Daredevil, I was not pissed off at all. No. I was super happy. That's I cannot think. Accurate. Yeah, I cannot think of another guy that's that size but all muscle. Uh-huh. Because Michael Clark Duncan was a big motherfucker. And how did he play that? Like, great. He just was so, so intimidating. Yeah, man. You know the parts where he's, you know, he's. They're in that hotel party or whatever, and he's like, nobody's innocent. Yeah. Nobody. But he – it's so stone-faced. And, and he they, looks good, man. Oh, he looks man. He looks like a million suits, dollars. I'm like, man, Taylor that's what yes. fucking Kingpin is West. like in the books. When you're yeah. afraid of Kingpin, you don't think of a fucking fat guy. You think of like a <laughs> yeah. fucking guy that's going to fuck you up. I mean, you know? Michael Clark was what? Six – 
Nine? Shit, I don't know, man. 370 pounds? It's just all muscle? Ben is a big fucker. Ben Affleck's a big guy, like 6'6 or 6'7. So when he's tossing him around, I was like, no, that's believable. That shit is believable to me because when he gets down to his tank top, they're fighting there and the sprinklers. I'm like, holy shit. You know, that movie is not great, but those guys are great. They they did a great job. He helps make that movie really good, though, with his parts. Uh, Like I said, Kingpin is stellar. He is fucking scary in that movie. Mm -hmm. Just the way he looks, his eyes look. It's like, oh my goodness. Yeah, very, very uh, Um, snake like, very going to be fucking uh, so the force to be reckoned with. Uh, I mean, Armageddon, uh, Green Mile, Daredevil. Green Mile, the complete opposite of the Kingpin. Yes. Loving, kind man. I mean, uh, again, here's me, the sensitive uh, CM check, crying because I'm just like, man, I love John Coffey. You know. And then uh, he comes on the island, not a big movie, but that part that he does, it was a very memorable part of that movie where he finds out uh, he's just harvest for his real, you know, the real. Uh, and he's running dude. through the fucking yeah. hallway, and you're like, "Holy yeah. shit!" It's like you know, it's fucking crazy or whatever. Um, but I, great, I love him in uh, Talladega Nights. <laughs> and, uh, Bobby yeah, yeah, funny. <laughs> um, I love him in that one too. Sin City. Oh, Manute. Yeah, oh, man. man, Sin City is uh, man. He. Fuck yeah. that! That was role, perfect. He's peeled off <laughs> yeah. the damn page. Yeah. Uh, Manute is Michael Clark Duncan. That was man. perfect. Yeah, so perfect. Uh, so couldn't get it more better. I love Michael Clark Duncan. I was really upset when he passed away. Yeah, he passed away super young. He still had 50, a I think he was fifty. And, you know, and I think back about it. Some of the really great iconic guys I loved uh, from the black community. Michael Clark Duncan, I think, was fifty. I believe Prince was 50. He was in his 50s. Michael yeah. Jackson was 50, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, Bernie Mac, love Bernie, oh, was 52. Bernie. I believe they yeah. were all like at 50 or around 50. And I think it was like, oddly enough, flu that killed Michael Clark Duncan and uh, uh, Bernie Mac. Okay. I'm just like, geez, like, what the hell? Like, it's so crazy. But uh, really, I mean, not to take it on a morbid no, uh, no, thing, no, but, no. but it just really weird, you know. Um, you know who I got on my list? Uh, probably next would be Lawrence Fishburne, man. Uh. Love Very nice. Morpheus. Yes. Love um the voice of the silver surfer. Mm-hmm. There's there's rarely a time when Fantastic I Fantastic Four like, 2. Uh yeah, Fantastic Four Part 2, The Rise of the Silver mm-hmm. Surfer. I know he's in a ton of other shit, but I'm thinking about guy I'm talking about stuff guys that I love him in. Watch he plays Jack Crawford in the Hannibal series. That's right. And yeah. he is fucking That's awesome, right. man. I mean, he's so smart. He's so there's just a really moving part in it in the in the show, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Spoiler alert, but watch it. It's on Netflix now, so watch it, guys. Hannibal, watch it for Lawrence Fishburne amongst uh uh Mads Mickelson and others that make that show really great if you love the Hannibal franchise. But um he's talking his wife gets cancer in the show. They get more into the characters, you know. Obviously, a show could do that. And he plays Jack Crawford and he's telling the story uh to Hannibal, who becomes her psychiatrist. Uh, why they call her Bella. That's not her name. But he says, well, when we were in Italy, when he was in the, I think he says he was in the army and they were there. He says the men would follow her around and just be like, Bella. Bella, Bella. <laughs> but the way Lawrence Fishburne is doing it, he so, he so does not want his wife to die. And uh, he, he's, he's just so in love with her. And uh, it was really, it really lots of touching moments in that character uh, with that part. There's a part where, you know, she, she, I think maybe Hannibal prescribes her or she gets it or one of her doctors starts to smoke weed so that way, you know, she can ease her pain from okay. her cancer. And he says, okay, let me get a little bit too. And then they, they're smoking together. But it's just like a really touching part. Like he's like, <laughs> let me do this with you. And uh, he just, it's just the way, there's so much story there, guys, yeah. in that Hannibal show. But just yeah. that, Lawrence Fishburne, I mean, he fucking blows me away, man. 
great, great, great actor. Of course, I know Boys in the Hood fame, mm-hmm. all this stuff, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, that he's done. There's just too much out there. But, but um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, w, um, give me some more. Wesley Snipes. Uh, Blade. Blade. Uh, we of Green. And that's the movie that really opened up the new golden age of these comic book movies. Yep. People, Blade was like a deep sea character in the Marvel mm-hmm. universe, uh, barely scratching the surface. I liked him because I like those yes. kind of sea characters. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, you never think, hey, let's make a franchise about Blade. Mm-hmm. And this man showed that if you take it seriously, if you do it right, you can actually make a very valuable property. And that's what happened here. Yeah, they before, opened it yeah. before X Men, before Spider Man. Yeah. It showed, hey, we got a new genre here yep. that we could possibly exploit. And, and before, before you have your rated R Logan, your yeah. rated R Deadpool, you yeah. got rated R fucking Blade. Yes, Pre- prior Cussing, to that, bloody, dude, violent, kicking ass. Yeah, those scenes get you so fucking pumped up in Jack Man when yes. he's fighting Frost. Yeah, that first one. I mean, it's like oh my the goodness. music, everything. I mean, he's just like when he screams. Yeah, when you're getting the blood. I'm like, man, Wesley Snipes fucking slays that. He role. sure does. But uh, um, what else is he not? I mean, he's great too. I love him in Demolition Man. I was gonna say, uh, you know, how about New Jack City? Nino Revolutionized Brown. the oh, gangster genre to with New Jack day, City. To this day, rappers are still talking yes. about the Nino Brown. Yeah, thing. man, I love dude. That movie is just all around good. Uh, uh, the wrestler yeah. New Jack gets his name from New Jack City. Is that right? Yes. I did not know yes. that. I did not know that. There's a great scene. When, I love the scene towards the end when uh, Ice-T finally gets him down on the ground. He's like, I want to shoot you so bad. My dick is hard. Like, and Ice-T is selling the fuck out of it. You know, another great uh, you know, but, rapper and also actor. Yeah, iconic character that he plays in, in New Jack. Uh, then you have like, he comes out with his action movies, Passenger 57, mm-hmm. Demolition Man. Uh, you got uh the fan murder at sixteen hundred U.S. Marshals. I mean, yeah. golly, yeah, this dude was on. you know. I mean, yeah. obviously he was a big enough action star that Sylvester Stallone got him for Expendables Part Three. Mm-hmm. And how cool is it that you see Blade with the other Expendables? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Very golly, cool. that was then, fucking awesome. And then to show range, he does the two Wong Fu thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> he gets dressed up <laughs> or like that. White man can joke. I mean, oh gosh, how, that's one of our favorites. Yeah. Like, how many how times we... did after we see that movie, we went to go play basketball? <laughs> I mean, how many fucking times did we go see? I'm it? telling you, man, the shit talk, the trash talk oh, is goodness. so excellent in that movie. Oh, and Wesley Snipes kills it, man. Um, from the, we'll talk. I want to talk about one super huge legend, obviously, uh, the man, Darth Vader, oh. Mufasa, uh, the man that taught Babe Ruth how to hit. <laughs> James Earl Jones, James Earl the voice Jones. amongst voices. Probably the most iconic voice yeah. in movie history. And I love, I do love his faces. I love his faces in the yes. Sandlot. And yes. how intense is he as Thulsa Doom and Conan the Barbarian? Oh my goodness. That opening scene where he kills, uh, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. where he kills Conan's mom. Uh-huh. I mean, man, that scene is so fucking intense. Yeah. And every girl that gets a bad haircut with bangs, you look like Thulsa <laughs> Doom. I'm telling you right now. Look, oh look my goodness. Shit. But but uh man, those of doom fucking awesome. He looks he looks huge too, like yeah. in the armor, like he looks fucking big. I'm like, holy what's fuck. great though is he has like no fear of Arno. He should, his character shows that he's not fucking afraid of Arnold's character whatsoever. Dude, when he tells him you think steel is the most part, no flesh is more flesh. flesh. You're like, oh yeah, shit. It's the way he does it, too. yeah. 
Yeah, you you almost want a, a, an epic fight between them, but you know you're okay without it, or whatever, yeah, because it's it just so but he's so well. good in that movie. Yeah, God, awesome! Love uh, the Great White Hope, where he plays the the celebrated boxer, the infamous boxer Jack Johnson. Mm-hmm. Great movie there too. If you ever want to see him when he's really young, check out the Great White Hope. I, I want to see that. I have not seen that. That movie is days. a great movie. Um, moving a little bit forward. Uh, I have on my list in the past couple of years, I've been super in love uh, with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, as I, think I love Michael B. Jordan. Fucking awesome, man. Creed uh, did it for me. Those movies made me an even bigger Rocky fan. Yeah. And, and, you know, I always tell my wife, what's so funny is fucking Creed's a, a sequel to Rocky IV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, I was like, man, Rocky IV? Uh-huh. You, made a, you, you were able to create a whole new universe from part four? Yep, you know? exactly, man. And I'm telling you, it's like those stories – Continue the legacy in such a fantastic way with yeah. the new, yeah. you know, Donnie and Adonis yeah. is See him. How much awesome. better is Stallone in those movies? He was yeah. nominated for an Oscar for Creed. Shit, I don't know. I think I yes. knew that. He's for supporting. Yeah. Yeah. Deservedly so. And you see that range from Stallone that you see in the first Rocky. Mm-hmm. That's how good these Creed movies were. Yeah. When you really write it, great. And, man. Michael you, B. Jordan just kills it. You got Michael B. Jordan in the lead as, as Adonis yeah. Creed, and you've got the fantastic director Ryan Coogler. Uh, slays it. Those two guys are an amazing great team. team. Great uh, team. You know they do a great job. I also love uh, Michael B. Jordan in, of course, you know the Black Panther. Killmonger. Very, Eric Killmonger. Killmonger. I mean, Mad Cat. Uh, that guy. Uh, he becomes to me one of the best villains. He outshines T'Challa wow. in my he opinion. He does. I, he really I, does. I, I he stole the show for me. He I was did. on Killmonger's side. Yeah. I was like, this is like the new Magneto. Fuck off T'Challa. <laughs> and he looks so regal. That's oh, what I love. Uh, I read something really cool though. Uh, I did not notice until like a few weeks ago that he was a huge anime fan. Mm-hmm. So that armor that he's wearing, kind of like in the middle of the movie, oh, that's right, based right. on Vegeta's armor from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, yeah, I can now see you that. Can see yeah, it, right? Yeah. So white. when I saw it, I yeah. was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> so he even, you know, so yeah, he's a big anime fan. So Dude, he threw that's that in. Super awesome, uh, man. I loved him in. I don't know if you saw it. It was an HBO. It was uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah, I did ask you see that. Okay, he cool. was great because I'll yes. watch stuff. He's getting on that list, and we're like, "You're in it. I'll watch it." Uh, and that I did watch that. I love that. Uh, I thought it was great. The other guy that's always a fucking bad guy, and he's in everything. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon, yes. Always, Zod. Zod. Yeah. He's always a bad guy. He's always great at being yeah. a bad guy. Um, you know, we're not talking about uh, him, but uh, Shape of Water is also yeah. a dick. Shape of Water. Iceman, too. He's an ass. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. My sister yeah. likes him in Boardwalk Empire, but uh, no. But Michael B. Jordan, I have not seen the Fantastic Four one. I know people say they didn't like it and it was bad, but it is a Marvel movie, and I will watch it because of him. Just to see how, but you know what? It's almost funny. It's like he plays a human torch, and uh, I believe, yeah, it was human torch. And it's funny because it's like him and Chris Evans play human torch, but they went on to bigger and better characters, yeah, in the Marvel universe, universe you know, than Johnny Storm. You know, uh, I'm sorry, you know, it just shows testament to his undeniable ability of being a fucking fantastic actor he's just so great uh at emoting and everything oh, very i mean very. like I, his feelings trying oh, to the screen creed too when he takes that pounding he's mm-hmm. training you remember when he takes his daughter to the gym that yeah. scene because yeah. she's crying and he just starts hitting the bag and he lights out that screen yeah. man that's a great scene yeah man God, I, I love i love michael b jordan too. yeah michael yeah. b jordan is uh is my my new you know up-and-coming fantastic he's fantastic awesome guy there's nothing i don't think he's gonna be bad in um but let's move on a little bit because we're talking movies. We talked about Ryan Coogler and directing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 
you can't have a, a, a conversation about uh, you know black directors without talking about probably the greatest of them, which would be Spike Lee. Yeah. Um, my movies that I love from him are I didn't even realize what a list there was until I started kind of thinking about it. But uh, Summer of Sam. Uh, you know, yeah, Spike Lee yeah, does a great job of making you feel New York. Mm-hmm. If you never, be, you've been to New York. Yeah. I haven't been to New York, yeah. but I feel like through Spike Lee's movies, I kind of feel New York. You know, mm-hmm. I know everybody loves some of the other ones. Uh, you know, um, uh, do the right thing. Do the right and, thing. And, and That's I, probably I, I saw, his I, big one, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw it. It's okay. It was good. Uh, I know he won for Black Klansman. Uh, deservedly so. Black Klansman is great. I love that one too. It's 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 really good, but not as much as I love Summer of Sam. Uh, as much as I love, uh, yeah, um, I love Summer of Sam, but I also love He Got Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denzel, when him and Denzel team up, they're great. Uh, I believe Malcolm X also. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. that is a great movie. I saw the whole thing. That is really good. Denzel is probably yeah. one of his better performances I've seen. Yeah, yeah. It's a long movie, but if you're really interested in the life of Malcolm X, that. I can't think of another movie that did justice than right. that one. Yeah, I saw it too. Super interesting. Yeah. I really love it. But when it comes to Spike's directing, you know what I mean, and feeling New York, um, you know, I know because I he's also got Jungle Fever. Um, people love that one. But for me, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, Summer of Sam. I'm going to go with uh, He Got Game. And then I love Inside Man. Uh, Inside Man. Is Denzel a, again. That's a really interesting movie, though. How to see him, that one with Clive Owen, the yeah. Nazi stuff, everything. Yeah, there's like know. a lot of like moving parts. Yeah. Jodie Foster. Yeah, Jodie Foster, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It, again, the way it's done, you know, the way that Spike Lee directs it, it's like you get that scene where, you know, you, uh, spoiler alert, and again, I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm not going to tell you everything, but, but in the in the hostage situation, somebody gets killed, and you just get that scene of Denzel. And I guess they I've seen that afterwards. They stand him pretty much like on a dolly, and they're dragging him. But it looks like you know he's moving with purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I'm going to butcher the gentleman's name that is his partner. Um, uh, Chewit Enjafor uh, also plays Baron. Uh, oh, Moto, yes, uh, yeah, yes, Twelve Years Mortal, a Slave. Yeah, Twelve Years uh, Slave. Yes, another fantastic yes, yes. actor, American uh, Gangster. American he comes Gangster. out. Yeah, yep, there yeah, too. Again, American yeah. Gangster, a great uh, Denzel movie. I love yes, so much. Yes, um, the list. The list of that goes on, yeah. <laughs> uh, on and on and on. But uh, Spike Lee, great, great uh, director. Um, Ryan Coogler, we talked about. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's Tyler Perry. Um, um, force, a force in Hollywood. Now, Tyler Perry, and a big fucking guy. You know what I mean? Big I mean, guy. Like, he looks like a big guy. Yes. Uh, when I think about him, um, where, where where do you go? You think about, obviously the Medea stuff. I mean, you can't without that. But there's so much other good stuff. Yeah, I mean, you got uh, you got the family that prays. Why did I get married? One and two. Uh, you got I can do bad all by myself. Yeah. Uh, there's so many. His movies are so good. I mean, check them out, guys. Even if you're a dude, yeah, <laughs> check them out. Yeah. No, I the mean, themes in his movies are universal. Right. From the abusive spouse to the cheating spouse mm-hmm. to the falling in love all over again to the yeah. money fraud, the money laundering. His movies have all that shit in there. I mean, they're yeah. really good. A lot of uh, Christian values, too. A lot whatever. of Christian values. Which people, you know... Call it what you want, whatever. But they're just values. Yeah, and, you know, they're values. Yeah, you should probably be behaving that way anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he deals in death, tragedy, family stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, they're all really good. I've seen a lot of his movies, even without the Medea character. They're right. really. Yeah. He's a great writer. That dude can really write a good movie. And he can direct a good movie. Yeah, and, and act too, because I saw him act yes. in um, yeah. the uh, one that I saw of his that really I enjoyed. Uh, it's got him and it's got uh, Dandy Newton. Um, 
I think it's called Good Deeds. Good Deeds, and yes. She, she plays, yes. Uh, she yeah. plays a uh, uh, cleaning lady, mm -hmm. and he's also engaged to Gabriel Union in the movie, Oof, and nice. he does a great job. Yeah, yeah, he does a great <laughs> job in more than one way. Oh, gorgeous ladies. But um, before we get too far off of that, well, let's get back to directors. Uh, we don't want to not mention the late, great John Singleton. John Singleton. Obviously known for Boys in the Hood, Oof, but I, I love John Q. Um, yeah. He also had uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. I think Superior. I forgot. Baby Boy is another big one. Yeah, I love Baby Boy. That's yeah, a good movie. That's another it's big like one. Tyrese is funny in it. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. what's the other way? The Poetic Justice. Yes. Uh, yeah. Janet. Tupac, Janet. Yeah. yeah. You can't. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's mm -hmm. an iconic movie. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, and another new guy up and coming, you know, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan man. Peele gets uh, away from the Key and Peele stuff. A, com a comedian that turned horror master? Yeah, like, what the fuck? Brings back the Twilight Yeah. And obviously, um, us and uh, get, out. get out. I mean, uh, us is good, but I love Get Out better. Get out, yes. And it's just uh, fantastic yeah. uh, job. I mean, Jordan yes. Peele, man. You know, let's who would have thought, more. right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have put them because I love Key and Peele. Hilarious yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, you know that uh, that Get Out stuff, man. Is, is, yeah, man. Is legit. Yeah. And us was you know pretty freaky, like weird, like really what the weird. Hell is going yes. on in this shit. You yes. know what I mean. Um, so let's move a little bit more. So we kind of talked about my lady, Danny Newton, a little mm -hmm. bit. I want to get a little bit more into her. We talked about Creed also. And in Creed also has another lady that I love, Tessa Thompson, yep. who is fucking awesome as she Valkyrie, is. a uh, super badass chick. She's also, of course, you know, badass as being Donnie's, you know, uh, girl and then mm -hmm. his wife. She's as great as playing the girl going deaf and the music and everything yeah. in those movies. But she's outstanding, and then she's really outstanding as Valkyrie. Loved when, mm -hmm. you know, spoiler alert, guys, if you haven't seen Endgame, stop listening to our show, because <laughs> what are you doing? But uh, when <laughs> Thor gives over the reins to her to, you know, the Asgardian people, yeah. it's like, dude, no better choice. Yeah. Loved her as Valkyrie. And she's hilarious, too, Men in Black, opposite uh, Chris Hemsworth. I've yet to see that one. I'm but catching she, Men in she Black, does a really so. good job as a comedian, too. Okay. Again, with Thor. I mean, I love her. <laughs> easy on the eyes. Yeah. Very damn easy yeah. on the eyes. But, but again, uh, with Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, so. okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the team yeah. up again. <laughs> yeah. So. But um, yeah, also, Thandie Newton, we mentioned from the mm -hmm. Good Deeds movie with Tyler Perry. I love her so much, guys. I'm going to, again, like I did with Lawrence Richmond, kind of focus on something I love for mm -hmm. her in. Mainly, she's been in a lot of stuff. The Truth About Charlie in 2002. Just look her up. Tons of stuff. Solo. Solo. Yeah. yeah. Solo. She's uh, Woody's uh, chick in mm -hmm. that one. She's but awesome in that movie. Want to see her be her most badass? Watch Westworld, guys. Nice. As Maeve, the old saloon madam, but nah, she's she's so much more. Such a <laughs> complex, deep character in that show in itself is complex. I know I've gushed about Westworld before. <laughs> uh, I will get uh, you know Adam Anson, Adam here to watch that show. We won't <laughs> cut it up here on the Just Another Friday Night podcast. But Daddy Newton and Westworld has made man fucking fire, guys. Fire. Uh, what else you got for me, Double A? What else okay, you uh, Halle Berry. Mm. awesome she's a, an actress that can do it all oscar winner mm -hmm. she's done dramatic she's done comedy she's done action when i found out she was gonna be in john wick part three i was super ecstatic yeah. when i found out she was playing storm awesome perfect you know um angela bassett boys in the hood vampire in brooklyn what's love got to do with it mission yeah. impossible black panther i mean this woman does not age at all she um, looks the same american horror story american too. horror she's story fantastic in that Pam Greer, one of the earliest ones that actually got down and dirty, oh, you yeah. know, women, women in cages, coffee, Foxy Brown, Above the Law, yeah. Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure, Escape from L.A., Jackie Brown, love, um, love man, just really got dirty in the 70s, action woman, 
great actress. Love her. Great boobs. Yeah. Too. <laughs> Pam Greer, beautiful woman. Beautiful and woman. then one of my <laughs> top five favorite actresses, uh, CM, is Taraji P. Hansen. Mm-hmm. Hustle and Flow, The Family That Prays, Curious Case of Benjamin Bunny, where she got nominated. Love her in that. I can do so bad good. all by myself. Karate Kid, where she plays his mom. Mm-hmm. Hidden Figures, where she plays a mathematician. Uh, Proud Mary, where she plays an assassin. Uh, the show Empire with yeah. Terrence Howard. I watched that whole first season, and she slays it, man. She is awesome. Man. I love Taraji. I love her acting. And I think she's like another hot actress. She oh, yeah. Fucking gorgeous. Hot. Yeah. Super gorgeous. And then Terrence Howard, too. I uh, just want to bring him up real quick. Mm-hmm. I loved him in yeah. Iron Man. I was really hoping he would have stayed on as Rhodey. I wanted to see him in that War Machine outfit. Don Cheeto, I love Don Cheeto too. Don't get me wrong, but I really would have liked to have seen Terrence Howard still. Interesting, interesting yeah. take. I'm I'm the a little bit of the opposite. Love, love Terrence Howard. Think he's great, but love Don Cheeto more. I feel like okay. I, I like Don Cheeto as my roadie. He just looked younger. He looked stronger as roadie. You. you know, I, I was you. like, golly, and him and Downey play off so well. Yeah, uh, back and forth. You know, when they're on the plane, <laughs> and he's like, "I don't want to drink." You know, and then fucking, you know, he gets him drunk, and then he brings up that stripper pole, and the <laughs> stewardess are all there. <laughs> I'll tell you that. You know, I don't know where my love for Don Shido comes from. Uh, so much stuff uh, on YouTube, him being Captain Planet, but uh, <laughs> Captain you know Planet. what I mean. There's just a bunch. There's, there's Boogie Nights. Yeah, Boogie Nights of the uh, Ocean's Eleven stuff. Yeah. so much Hotel stuff. Hotel Rwanda. Hotel Rwanda. I mean, yes. Don Shido is just outstanding, guys. Yeah. Really. Um, you know what? Um, if we're gonna get into one more thing, though, Double A. I know that I want to make sure that we talk about this, and it's going to be some of the characters. Yeah. So I want you to tell me which characters for you really do it. You know, we're mainly Marvel guys, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, it's all of comic dumb. But you yeah, know, there's who who do you got? Um, I already talked about Killmonger a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously I wasn't really a fan of him in the comic book. Didn't really no, know him, no. but the movie brought him to new yeah. height and it new did. fame. Yeah. I think I even have the issue one they did of that solo series, and they're mm-hmm. making him look oh, like very nice. you know, very nice. yeah, they're making him look more like the Michael B. Jordan yeah. version. But um, we talked a little bit last week about Miles Morales. You know what I mean? Like, Miles, I just, what a great yes, job that yes. uh, Bendis did with that yeah. uh, creation. I love him in that uh, the game verse. And of I mean, course, man, how much has he broken off? Huh? Oh man! Wow! I mean, just uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, Spider Verse again. That even pushed it even to me the yeah. next level where I was like, I like yeah. this character. And then, like you said, PS Five advertising the fuck out of that game. Mm-hmm. Though, you know? I mean, so, it looks fucking amazing, yeah. and he looks badass. Yeah. He was great, really well done. He was done differently in the game verse and kind of uh, the, yeah. the attitude he had in Spider Verse, but still both mm-hmm. equally. I mean, awesome. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm yeah. huge fans of this dude right mm-hmm. now. So, uh, you know, who do you got? Okay, so for me, my favorite character, one, uh, and we said this, like, on the first episode, first or second episode, mm-hmm. uh, Spawn. Mm-hmm. Al Simmons. Al Simmons. Man, mm-hmm. I love that creation okay. by Tom McFarlane. Uh, a government assassin, so lethal, so deadly, that the devil was willing to make a deal with the human yeah. to get him to sent to hell. Where he proceeds to make a deal with the devil to see his wife, uh, if he'll lead uh, the devil's army yeah. against heaven, not knowing that he sent him back, still looking like he's all burned up. And <laughs> five years later, five years later, <laughs> where his wife is now married to his former best friend Terry. Mm-hmm. You know, my goodness, such a great character. Who in the comics is a black guy, not yes. not like D.B. Sweeney in the uh, yeah movie version. yeah. Which <laughs> yeah, I was like, golly, where did they change Terry? You know. Uh, Great cartoon. 
Hussey. Oh, man. The cartoon by HBO, guys. Yeah. Voiced by Keith David. Yes. Who also is another yes. on the list of fantastic yeah. actors. Carpenter movies. Uh, John Carpenter movies. Yeah, man. Uh, I love him in Requiem for a Dream. Uh -huh. I mean, just uh, an iconic voice, really. Yes. Keith David's voice yes. is everywhere. But, uh, yeah, he's amazing as Al Simmons, amazing as Spawn. Uh, I just watched episode one uh, last night, and I was like, forgot how damn good this cartoon is. Yeah. And, you know, um, so close to the book, you know what I mean? More accurate with the characters like Chapel and, you know, Terry, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, things like that. Maybe, maybe the biggest non-Marvel DC character? Yeah, maybe. I, I would have to probably The first comic sold like 1.7 million. Still the best-selling independent comic ever. I believe it. <clears throat> but yeah. I mean, beloved by, I mean, by like a lot of people it's, that... It's, Tom McFarlane did a great job. The art's great. The stories are great. There's so much lore, so much history behind the Spawn character. He's already past 300 issues, so yeah. he's already a big-time fan. He's up there. Big yeah. and, and if there is one good thing that came out of that Spawn movie, I mean, obviously Michael Jai White, yeah. uh, Loved in the martial arts Killed community. Yeah. This is where he uses martial arts in this movie in particular, but great movement, mm -hmm. great uh, great acting. Yeah. Him and Leguizamo did a great Leguizamo job. Was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, shit, they both outshine. You got Martin Sheen in that movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean it's yeah. it's got really good things about it. It does. Uh, you know, it does. Uh, I can't wait to see what, what uh Tom is gonna do next with the spawn character. We know that Yeah, that one's supposed to be rated R with Jamie Foxx, yeah. Oh, another guy yes. that, you know. Jamie is supposed to play Al Simmons, and I'm super pumped up if that happens. That would be outstanding. I'm uh, hoping that happens. We love Jamie Foxx. Obviously, a whole episode last yeah. time about Django. If you watched, if you saw any of our social media this week, I'm over here, Filled the number Jamie one Fox. guy, trying yeah. to get a Jamie Foxx back in the Django role. But uh, Jamie Foxx, hilarious as a comedian, mm -hmm. uh, musically talented, yes. triple threat, big yes. time. Uh, I love him in Ray. Ray. I mean, just he's just uh, so damn good, man. Yes, he is. You know, uh, Texas boy. Yeah, <laughs> knew how sure to ride is. a horse already. They said when he did Django. <laughs> so uh, very cool. So I'm hoping, Sam, that if they do, if they go do go through with this, Jamie Fox stays on as yeah. Al Simmons. That I would love yeah. to see what happens with that. Um, okay, for me, obviously, no T'Challa, because you know, I mean, um, I I won't lie. It's like I didn't read. Uh, I didn't own, or I still, I don't think, don't own any Black Panther books. Oh, wow. But okay. uh, the movie did wonders for mm -hmm. me, and I was like, I want to get some of those books. You know, guys, and it's nothing about the Black Panther. I always thought he looked badass. Mm -hmm. I knew he was one of the top guys. I knew mm -hmm. T'Challa was to be respected, was a great king, king. ruler, yeah. smart as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, uh, obviously, you know, in the books, it's adamantium, not vibranium. Um, yes. You know what I mean? That they're sitting yes. on top of there in Wakanda. I just need that this guy's a force to be reckoned with. But um, uh, I would recommend Volume 4 of Black Panther. Mm -hmm. uh, it's written by Reginald Hudlin, who is the producer of Django and the director of Boomerang. Awesome. He does such a great job uh, explaining what Wakanda, what Wakanda is, explaining the Black Panther lore. It's a great run. This is a run where he, he and Storm get married. Another mm -hmm. great character, mm -hmm. Storm Aurora Monroe. Uh, check that one out. It's by Reginald Hudlin. Yeah. Okay. Check that series out. I know there's another series too where they first introduced the uh, the uh, the guard that he has the all female yes. guard that is bald, and then we in the movie we get to meet Okoye, and we get to meet obviously his sister mm -hmm. Shuri, Shuri, who I thought those characters to me super popped to me where I was like, wow, this is great. Number one, mm -hmm. I love Denigrera from as Michonne, who yeah. is another just a another fantastic powerhouse character. If you're going to do a list of top female characters, 
she's on there. Michelle, Michelle is fucking now. majorly kick yeah. ass. Uh, shit, my girlfriend cosplayed as her uh, <laughs> one year when we did a Rick and a Rick and uh, uh, Michonne thing, and then she's nice. Latina. Very you know nice. what I mean? But um, I mean, yeah, Michonne is fantastic. Uh, Denai Guerrero was fantastic. I'm so happy she's a part of the Marvel me Universe, too. part Same of here. the, the Black Panther family. But that movie did such wonders for me that I was like making a list of like which trades I got to mm -hmm. get from the Black Panther so I can get my knowledge of because I know him already as you know just obviously you know get married to Storm that storyline and then how he is as being high up there as um, the elite Marvel guys. T'Challa is up there with Tony Stark, yes. Reed Richards, yes. Professor Xavier. Mm -hmm. It's like those are the guys. Doctor Strange. If you got a top guy in something, yeah. he's up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, who else for you? Uh, we got uh, John Stewart, the Green Lantern of Earth from DC, the DC side, created by Danny O'Neill, who just passed away. Yeah. We just made that announcement last week. Such a great character, um, architect background. If you ever saw the Justice League cartoon in the late 90s, early 2000s, that was the Green Lantern right there. Yeah. Super powerful dude. Voiced by Phil Lamar. Mm, uh, love yeah, see, I was a big fan of his great oh, character. Always wanted to see that character develop more. Always wish they would have gone that route mm -hmm. with that Green Lantern because I felt like he was kind of like the 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 Green Lantern of that of that time. Yes. We were kind of we were a little bit older, but the Justice League cartoon mm -hmm. is out, and I kept seeing you know the the Black Green Lantern, and yeah. I was like, man, I want to know more about John Stewart yeah. and see how he got the powers. And of course, it's a different cry from kind of the you know, uh, how Jordan that we'd mm -hmm. seen and the Kyle Rayner. So I was like, always wanted to see that character. I know everyone's been attached to the, the character before, right? Who wanted to do it? I know Common most mm -hmm. recently, uh, mm -hmm. musician, artist Common who wanted to do it, but I'd heard lots of other names. Uh, Just do it right. Just get somebody that's going to do it right. Cause John Stewart's a really good character who believes in a lot of his morals for sure. Um, and strong willpower. For Obviously, sure. if you're a Green Lantern, you need strong willpower. So, um, Okay, before we wrap it up here, Double A, we wouldn't be remiss if we did not talk about the world of sports. Oh, my goodness. Uh, there are some things that there is no debate about. No. We've already talked about basketball and the greatest of all time, his airness, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Undeniable. Um, what, give me more. Uh, in the boxing realm, from everything I read, uh, the greatest boxer, hands down, who everyone always picks is Sugar Ray Robinson. Uh, pound for pound. The greatest boxer ever. A name best. that might not pop up no, right in your mind. No, right it's you not. might think Ali right away. Yes. You might think even Tyson. Experts and boxers themselves have said this guy was the perfect fighter. Mm -hmm. Perfect footwork. Perfect power. Perfect speed. Uh, this guy was able to knock a guy going backwards. You know? <laughs> think about that for a second. <laughs> going backwards, he's able to knock someone out. Your momentum is the oh complete opposite way. I can't even imagine how that would the name, work or look. Yeah, the name <laughs> comes from a guy who's watching him saying, man, this guy moves sweet as sugar. <laughs> you know, I mean, how many guys afterwards came up with sugar? Yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Shane Mosley. Yeah. I, I think there's some other guys that have adopted sugar. And Everybody wants to be sweet, but they ain't as sweet as Sugar Ray Robinson. He was undefeated in his first 80 fights. Holy yeah. shit. The first guy that beat him was Jake LaMotta. Mm. He and Jake LaMotta fought six times total with five wins going to Sugar Ray Robinson after that first defeat. Oh. One of them was on Valentine's Day. They call that one the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yikes. This man was a monster. He was a beast. Uh, greatest boxer ever. Look him up if you get a chance. I was going to say, so, so Double A, tell me, why do you think his name is not tossed around as much? Just a lack it's of just knowledge? lack of knowledge now. Okay. Uh, it's getting to where it's it's almost like Will Chamberlain. You're starting to forget 
that this guy was the most uh, dominant mm-hmm. basketball player ever at one point. We need we need an ESPN documentary about him <laughs> to get him back up there. Yes. And I would say get Will Smith to play him, but he already played at least. We need to get somebody else. <laughs> the home run king, uh, I still think, is Hank Aaron, not Barry Bonds. Yeah. Okay. Um, you got, again, the greatest guy, the greatest center they ever say it's Wilt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Greatest point guard you ever say it's Magic Johnson. Easily. No Easily. no doubt about There's that. No the greatest player is my, you know, Michael Jordan. Uh, in tennis, Serena Williams, hands down, the most dominant tennis player not ever. Female. Not female, not male. Yeah. She is the most dominant. She's been oh, yeah. dominating for three decades. Already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And still looks great doing it, too. Still like, looks great. Shit, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, soccer, I hear, you know, Pele's name gets tossed around Pele. or whatever. You know Football, what I mean? the greatest wide receiver is always considered Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice greatest running know. back is either Jim Brown or Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Greatest defensive player, LT, yep, number fifty six. Yeah, undeniable. I mean, golly, that. and then just the quarterbacks you got. You got, you know, Warren Moon. You got Randall Doug Cunningham. Williams, Randall Cunningham, mm-hmm. uh, Russell Westbrook. West Westbrook, right now. You yeah. know, we also got um, right now um, from the Ravens. Man, the young guy's doing great yeah, things. Lamar. Man, Lamar, yeah. man, he's awesome. I mean, it's fun to watch him. I, yes. I can't remember last time it was a team that wasn't mine that I was like, this guy's fun to watch. You know, yeah. what I mean? he's running, yeah. scrambling, he's throwing. Yeah, it's it's good stuff, man. I, I mean, mean, golly, the world uh, of sports is just so dominated, and it's not even a debate. It's yeah, really not a debate. It really is. When you say it, it's like, yeah, even the greatest heavyweight boxer, it's either Joe Lewis or Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. hands down. Yeah, just one of those two. Look, right now know? we're getting a lot of fun. Although last time around for him wasn't so good, Deontay Wilder, but we've been yeah. getting a lot of enjoyment out of him because yeah. it's like you know, hey, man, here's a guy that's kind of doing it the old way. You know what I mean? And and of course, I mean, we would again be remiss if we did not mention Floyd. Yeah. Floyd is undefeated. You Floyd. know, we might not like yeah. him. We might not like his brash attitude, but people kept hell. I was one of them that was rooting for Floyd to lose. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it got to the point, you know, Adam, where it was like, at this point, it doesn't matter if he loses because yeah. he'd already won 40, yeah. you know, 50, and to get to 50. It's like, well, yeah. what does it matter now? I mean, like, if somebody beat him once, it's like, what the hell? One loss. I mean, the yeah. guy's still, you know, he did what he did really, really well. One of the all time greatest wrestlers, The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. Love the rock, man. Biggest ever. Uh, every time there's someone that mentions him out Rushmore, his name is always on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't deny the man's what he brought to the table. The look, the prototype of what you need on oh mic skills. Yes. In, in wrestling, guys, you got to have the combination. How many guys have tried coming after him wearing the badass shirt, the sunglasses, and yeah. he just cannot pull it off? Cena is like a. He tried to, he tried to be the white rock. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and it was like, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, obviously he did. Well, but I mean, obviously, yeah. it's like The Rock is just. But look uh, at now The Rock. He's the, the biggest Hollywood paid actor there. The rejuvenator of franchises. Yep. I mean, golly. Yep. The this return of the so, action hero. Yes. The return of of a big Hollywood a lister. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know. it's the the impact is there, guys. Yeah. I mean, it's everywhere. It's in sports, music. Acting, movies, it's everywhere. Yeah, man. So, you know, we we appreciate uh, at the Just Another Friday Night podcast here everything, um, all the black excellence, all the contributions of the black community. Um, you know, a special day today, Juneteenth, mm-hmm. uh, out of, you know, horrors and tragedies of, uh, of again, like uh, like Double A said, a, uh, a past that was, you know, marred by all these wrong things. But now – so much has been given back so and much influence and i mean there's just where do you guys start put on your favorite album put on your favorite yeah. movie turn on a show something's going to be there how is it not influenced by it exactly exactly yeah. man um so you know um what are the final thoughts 
Just, you know, the great stuff. Like I said, it's everywhere. It's in sports, movies, music, comics. Um, you can't deny the influence. It's there. Yeah. Plain and simple. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I'm sitting here. I'm looking at Double A's notes. I'm looking at my notes. We've both got two pages notes. We've got stuff we didn't even get <laughs> to touch on here, guys. But there's just really just too much, man. Mm-hmm. You know what? I mean, I'd say this. Open your eyes up. Take a look yeah. around. Browse through Netflix. Yeah. Watch something that you maybe wouldn't normally watch. They just gave away... Just Mercy yes. was free. With Jamie, I, I didn't get to, Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, the yeah. two of the most awesome yeah. kick-ass actors right now. Period. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter on you know on any list. You know what I mean? So, um, guys, from the Just Another Friday Night podcast, we want to say uh, you know read up a little bit about Juneteenth, learn more about it, um, but also to appreciate you know what uh, this culture has given us and. Uh, Hey man, it's it's just there for you to open up, read about, yeah. learn about, and enjoy, learn more from. You know what I mean? Uh, Miles Morales, man, Killmonger, yeah. Eric Killmonger, man, I'm telling yeah. you, right, that's my dude. Uh, you know, is this your king? Um, so, kind of on that note, we're gonna close it out a little bit differently. I uh, want to read you guys, uh, obviously, the very famous Killmonger quote from uh, played by Michael B. Jordan in the Black Panther. Uh, he says. Uh, Bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships because they knew that death was better than bondage. Nice. And I uh, always loved that, man. I didn't think he could have gone out a better way than with that line. Nice. I really loved this character the whole movie through, and he mm-hmm. gives that line at the end, and I was like, holy shit, man. You just got a place in my heart. So uh, from uh, me, CM Chuck here at Just Another Friday Night, and Double A, Adam Antium Adam, uh, this has been Just Another Friday Night. And, guys, we want to remind you, as always, uh, when it comes to your dreams, your aspirations, your hopes, um, do whatever it takes, guys, and make sure that when you're out there, seize the day.